Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's your GM Patrick here. Super important announcements at the beginning of this week's episode for all Crittermanders, as well as gamers and Starfinder fans out there listening. Uh, this week, uh, when it comes out uh, of uh, Monday, April 13th, 2020, this weekend... April 17th through the 19th is our online charity convention called CritterCon 3. We've talked a lot about it in the last weeks um, leading up to this, but I just want to tell you all that there are still signups uh, for tables that are open. Signups went live last Friday, but there are lots of spots left for players. If you're a GM that wants to schedule a last minute game or volunteer to be a backup for the Starfinder Society special on Saturday, join our Discord and and talk to the GMs there and and find out how you can help. This convention is raising money for Médecins Sans Frontières, aka Doctors Without Borders, and they are supporting all the medical professionals that are on the the front lines right now battling COVID-19 around the world. Every penny that you donate all weekend long is going directly to them to fund their mission, and it goes to a great cause, but also you can get a lot of cool stuff with it. Um, You can donate to get re-rolls while you're playing games, and you can also win uh, Starfinder Society Boons. Uh, There are some t-shirts and other fun prizes that we're going to be doing um, through random drawings throughout the weekend. So feel good about playing Paizo games this weekend by checking out our website uh, for more details or following us on Twitter at Cosmic Crit. Thank you all for listening to, like I said, a month of these announcements. Uh, And everyone that plans to come out and play with us, thank you in advance. Uh, Last year was a lot of fun. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun this year. But that's going to do it for these announcements, though. Uh, Let's get back to the climactic conclusion of Book 1 of Attack of the Swarm AP. Uh, The team is going to bite off a little more than they can chew in this week's episode. It's number 130 of Cosmic Crit, and this one is called Full Full Retreat, Retreat, No No Surrender. Episode commencing in... Three, two, one, episode initiated. You're the finest susculent space marines that this planet has ever produced, so it's time to lock and load and quick save into this week's episode of Cosmic Doom. This is your GM here, your pink gorilla monster, running at you at top speed. AKA Patrick. I'm hoping to zombify some UAC recruits this week as we descend into the Ichi double hockey sticks of FPS fun. Joining me in a crusade against demons on Mars are my five friends and your Dean guys and gal. To my right, faster than a f- flying flaming skull screaming in your direction, it's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, there are a few things that a plasma bolt to the dome won't fix. It's Drew delivering Echo 7 shots. Y'all getting that Animal Crossing? (laughs) To my right, he is the ultimate BFG, a big, friendly guy. Why, it's Tyler dredging up to Vasho. I was literally going to say, I'm a BLG, a a big, lucky guy, because I get to play with you guys every Oh, boy. Across from him. Guy. Out of ammo, it's time to go chainsaw melee style with Jabert playing his trest. Hello, um, Ty. Did you forget how to say hello? <laughs> Did you forget the word hello? I, I got halfway through hello, and I, was, I started saying everybody. And I was like, wait, wait, it's not time yet. Just stop. His, commu- his communication uh, chip shut down. <laughs> Across the digital table from me, small as a shotgun shell, but 
more dangerous than an exploding barrel. Why, it's Miles mixing it up with sprouts. Good evening. Hi, folks. Uh, ready or not, here we come with more Fate of the Fifth Attack of the Swarm! Exclamation point. Action. And it's a big episode tonight, so it's time to uh, jump straight into it. Uh, but first, let's go to our pint-sized plant investigator to catch us up on what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. We got back to Rio City, but it was a bust, as the last of the cavalry rode into the sunset before another swarm attack. We met with some refugees and tried to find a vehicle off-planet, but before we could, I got a call from an old flame, Render. Just as soon as she walked out of my life, she came roaring back into it with a hot tip and a fond farewell. Seems she knew the location of Gal Malgero's pleasure cruiser, the one Raz tried to rob. We set off to find this underground hangar, and stealing inside, found security bots. Made short work of them. Sonic Trap burst my eardrums, but we were still able to make it through. We explored the facility and found on the ship, the Terminus Wild. But as we turned the power and sorted out the fueling of the old bird, something in the hangar attacked us. Poor thing doesn't know it's about to hit its back of its fungal jaw, because nothing's gonna stop the Midnight Squad from getting off this bug-infested rock. Nothing except me rolling really, really well, <laughs> I guess. Well, we'll see about that, GM. <laughs> oh my challenge uh, indeed when we last left off a little pile of teeth and tentacles climbed up onto a set of boxes in the hangar bay with your supposedly new ship it has psychically challenged your mental aptitude and fun before we even roll for initiative the first thing everyone gets to do because you can all see this thing is everyone gets to make a will save for me <laughs> welcome to the episode wake up everybody woo oh will save no. is this an illusion speller oh, effect perchance oh, <laughs> uh i'm gonna no is this thing chaotic evil great question jabert uh are, are you trying to use your um um, a once per day reroll. Planer, Mark, Mark one planer. It is yeah. not. It is not evil. All uh, right. Not pinging whatever whatever you're attuned to. Um, uh, this ability is uh, an extraordinary ability. It is it is mind affecting, but it is not um, illusory at all. Uh, and it is a DC fourteen will save. Uh, oh no! Uh, looks like. Got a couple here. Trest and Echo 7 have failed. Is that right? Rolling those single digits, baby. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Five of the dice isn't going to cut it, is it? Uh, that would be a natural toot toot kaboom. For Tyler rolled a 17 and as well Unheard of. Sprouts and uh, Xenia just passing there. Um, Trest and Echo, you guys are so off put by this like weird squiggling swarming mass uh, and its psychic intrusion into your mind that you are off target off target as the condition while within range of this thing however long that its range is hmm. um, that's to start off this combat uh, we need to make initiative rolls though to really get into it so let's do that now and remember our two deaf uh, deafened players are going to have a minus four to this that's a uh, Routes and Azinia. Aim. So, Miles, what, what did you roll? Uh, a 19, uh, but it's uh, minus four would be a 15. Gotcha. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. We've got some low rolls here oh, already. Yeah, I Azinia got a 12, so I changed that to an 8. Oh, oh hey, Drew, you got a, got a higher one there. 
Echo 7. Let me roll for this beast, of course. Oh, I God. Roll the 19 on the dice. So looks like I'm going to be going first. What's it's in, What's this thing's initiative? Oh, man. Its initiative is plus zero. So great. Oh, great, man. Great, great. <laughs> uh, cool. I'm going to start off the combat here. Right? I think I've got to do its its main fun thing. Flee? Is, is its main fun thing fleeing? No, it's got a, a fun full action as it unleashes a another shrill psychic scream in tones that are hard for your mind to process. Um, you're getting Had like be psychic. It couldn't be sonic. <laughs> Sorry. It is, uh, yeah, it's right into your mind. Uh, screams of like, you know, crazy advanced calculuses and intense... Um, stellar mathematics that once again uh oh actually you know what it does say this is this is a mind affecting effect but it is also a sonic effect <laughs> what what, what about if you're deaf i was about to say i i don't know if you are immune to sonic while deafened but uh at the very least i will give you deafened people a bonus on this one um this is another will save for... Let me just double check a range here. Oh, uh, everyone except Devasho. Um, but I, I will say, unfortunately, uh, Sprouts, you do not have to make this save as it does not affect plant creatures. Yes, it's true. Oh, you, you know what this is. <laughs> oh, well, I, I also have bonuses towards this, so I, I assumed... So, uh, Zinni, I'm going to give you a little bit of a bonus here on this will save as it is Sonic, but uh, Trust Echo 7 and Zinnia make me another will save. It's a 15. Oh, boy. 11. <laughs> oh, boy. This is, oh, it's Starstreak ability, and it is DC 14. So, unfortunately, it looks like a Trust and an Echo 7 have failed this. And you guys are nauseated for a single round here. So <laughs> we'll see you in round two, uh, Drew. I'm sorry you rolled an 18, uh, but uh, that's its full action. Miles Sprouts, uh, unaffected by this thing, uh, at least uh, at first. Um, go ahead and give me your action. Um, all right. Well, then I guess I'm going to uh, do a trick attack against mm -hmm. this this guy that's you know been attacking my friends and been attacking me uh see if that's so the trick attack does not go off oh no and 11 to hit <laughs> oh no miss the trick and miss with that and yeah, maybe it did affect you a little more than you thought uh zinnia you're next all right can i try to identify this creature oh you can try and i think you should <laughs> All right, life science? Uh, yes, yes, this is a, a plant creature of some sort. That's a 25 with a DC of negative five. Oh, actually 26. So with that, uh, that will be two pieces of information. Wait, is that, in no, that doesn't not include your, your negative five. Three pieces of information about it. Sweet. Uh, first things first, this is a intelligent creature known as a cerebric fungus. And I believe there was some groaning from from Tyler last week. As did, did you recognize this by uh, its picture? By the artwork, yeah, I think so. No, they're great. What are you talking about? This oh, I mean, they're good. They're, no, they're cool. They're great. They are great. <laughs> but for a player, suck because these will stays. I mean, it's exactly they're they're like a safer suck creature. Either you're gonna walk all over it, or it's just gonna crush you. <laughs> so it is. It is indeed a, a cerebric fungus. 
What kind of information would you like to know about it? Uh, let's start with special attacks. So, um, besides its star shriek ability, which I'm going to give you because you have seen it already, uh, which is a 30 foot will save to be nauseated for a round. Um, and a special attack. It has a bite attack as well as its tendrils, which have a, a stun critical. And is there a range on that? Um, five foot. I mean, it's it's not okay. much larger than four foot itself. Um, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. So you said for the condition we're in, we're off target while we're in its range. Does that mean if we're outside of 30 feet, we are not off target against it? Um, it yeah, actually, I'll, I'll give you that one as well under its special abilities. It's called Unsettling Appearance, and it is a 60 foot range. 60 foot. So almost... Uh, I mean, you can move further back in the the hangar bay here, but it's going to be hard to, to get outside of that range and still see it well. Um, what other, what else do you want to know, Rebecca? Uh, does it have any resistances or immunities? Defenses? I don't know. Yes, it has a lot of defensive abilities. Uh, plant immunities, as well as cold resistance 5. Also has fast healing 2. Uh, those are under... Defensive. It actually has one more special ability if you care to, to learn about that. It is not offensive, but a defensive special ability. Okay, sure. Don't think this will come up for you, but you, I really don't want anyone to do this <laughs> otherwise. Um, its mind is is so um, complex. Uh, if you try to read its mind, you're overwhelmed by its alien thoughts and take D6 points of damage and become confused for D3 rounds. Uh, that's called Otherworldly Mind. So take note, trust, mm. right? <laughs> I think that might be the only yeah psychic person to assault him. Uh, <clears throat> that is what you've discovered about this thing. You have identified it. Uh, what would Zinnia like to do? Um, Zinnia is going to fly up and back a bit, um, kind of as far back as I can to the other side of the uh, plane or the ship and um, take a stealthy attack with my laser pistol. Go right ahead. And what did we say the light level in here was? Um, it's normal light. There's like floodlights okay. um, above you in the hangar. There might be a couple areas of shadow here and there under the ship, but where it's stands. Okay, so CR 15 or lower on that trick attack. I'm guessing that Jesus. goes off. Yes! <laughs> and the attack is a 14 oh, EAC. Against its flat-footed EAC, uh, that is a hit. Awesome. So that does a total of five damage. Okay, five points of fire. Get past its defenses. Uh, Trest is also nauseated this round, Jabert. And T Tyler Devasho rolling a two on initiative. We're back to you, Tyler. It's my speciality. <laughs> uh, you got a 20 in this. I can feel it. Uh, let's move up. Uh, I've got 35 feet of movement, which is, just gets me within 10 feet of Ooh. this uh, creature. Nice. Yeah, it's about 10 feet up, but it's within your, your reach. Yeah, and... I'm assuming I had my shield up since we knew the bots were in here and whatnot. I don't, I don't know why we're wandering a enemy infested place. Unless you I'll tell me you, you, in in these situations you want to put it away, especially like dim your light. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume you guys have your your weapons out. I uh, just wanted to at least state that people aren't calling foul on me. Uh, but we're going to hit this thing with a shield. It's on top of a box. Maybe I'll just slam it back down into a box. <laughs> these dice say. 
Oh no, no Tyler. Oh no. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Oh, uh, you rolled a two on initiative, a one on your first attack here. You weren't feeling it at the beginning of this episode. Maybe this is when you should have sat out on critical fail. I don't have the cards ready. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even mad anymore, you know? Just... I, I really do blame Miles because he said you got a 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Miles totally jinxed you. Really, Miles, inappropriate. <laughs> I, I, I figured you. you would be appreciative, Patrick. Oh no, I love it. But I'm I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take away that that luck right back, right back. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I control everything. <laughs> what's What's Tyler gonna roll in his next uh, roll? Uh, thirteen. Oh my goodness. We'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, this is a kinetic attack, correct? Uh, yeah. No. Oh no. Apply the wound critical effect to yourself. I'm gonna lose an eye. The wound critical effect on the core rule book, page 183. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. This is, oh, this is... I, well, well, we already know what I'm getting, right? We're, I'm getting a 13. So this what is, is just a flesh uh, wound. <laughs> I don't think we've ever ha- had this one, right? Oh, 13 is an I. So according to Miles, <laughs> according to Miles, I'm about to lose an eye. Oh my goodness gracious. If you, if you roll that, all right, we got to roll it. There was an eight. Uh, <laughs> an eight is just a, a general wound to yourself. You've, um, and if you cut that in half, the, the, the number in half, it means 13. <laughs> cut eight and a half? No, you cut, you cut the actual number. Oh, okay. so one would make a one, one would make a three. Oh boy, Miles. Um, uh, an eight is a, a general wound to yourself and you gain 1d6 bleed. 1d6 bleed. That is as light as that can go. Um, I am really waiting for the the lost arm, lost leg to come up on this podcast. I'm waiting for it. Do you want me to use my book reroll? No, no. Wait, do you do you have, don't do you have a reroll? You can make me reroll it. I do, but I want to use that to roll a twenty against you. Oh, not come to... on, you don't want to, I could lose a leg. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it could be real cool, but no. I could finally get that peg leg that I've wanted for. Three seasons. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll roll a d6 of uh, bleed damage for you. Four uh, points. Four points of bleed. As yeah, you basically your 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 own shield uh, kind of bites you as you go to attack this thing. What have you done to make your moat angry? Uh, we'll probably find out in a couple episodes. Uh, but right now we're back to the top of the turn order. Turn two, and this thing uh, has been hit a couple of times. Is not within range of a zinnia or a sprouts yet, but it is for magic. Um, let's go ahead and ooh, I think we're gonna do yeah, uh, an old favorite. Um, zinnia, make me a will save. Great, that's a sixteen. Do you have mm, no? Deafen doesn't give you any negatives to saves, right? I don't think so. Drew, do you have your card? Uh, yes. Andy yeah. Is. Where's your card? Oh, it's right here. Uh, it's just a minus four to initiative and opposed perception. You automatically fail perception based on sound. There are, do not appear to be any saves based on that. Sadly, this is DC 16, so you have just saved (laughs) against this thing. It's it's trying to get in your mind and confuse you as to who's an ally and who's an enemy. It has failed, though, and so it's just going to pop off of the boxes here, kind of hide, just so Xenia can see it. And that's going to take us 
provoke from oh well uh, I forgot Devosh was there because he didn't hit. Uh, in that case, it's going to jump off and do that first because Drew, we're on to you and you're no longer nauseated. You are still um, off target. Off target, though, yeah. And uh, right now you uh, can maybe just see this thing through the, the boxes. Um, Is it going to get soft cover? It's getting a, a good deal of cover, yeah. Can I stand underneath Xenia? Uh, because she's flying, right? Are you flying yeah, I'm flying. Or? I'm in the air. Yeah, um, it'll be a little confusing on roll 20, but I think you could do it. Uh, oh, that actually works. Yeah. <laughs> got like three people occupying the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got, it, it's a, a midnight squad sandwich of Zinnia and then Sprout to the Neko 7. Let's hope it doesn't have a cone attack. Oh, I guess we know it doesn't. <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca. <laughs> uh, so we're going to take a shot with the good old-fashioned ar- artillery laser. That's an eight to hit. Big ol' miss. And Zinnia, you might be the only one that can see this, but uh, you knew about this beforehand. You can tell that this thing's wounds is healing up uh, from what you can see. Some of that damage you put on it is back. Uh, Miles, we're on to Sprouts. You've got a, a good view now because yeah. Echo's moved. So Sprouts is going to try one of his trick attacks. One of his specialties. <laughs> Better than That's last a natural time. 20. Oh, Dr. Oh, the trick has failed, but the 20 has prevailed. Yep. You like that? That's a little uh, something I whipped up for you. Um, we're <laughs> going to give a how do you do to one of our Patreon subscribers. Thank you for supporting the show. Our flanking pa- uh, buddy Patreons and above. Uh, Amy Hand. Thank you, Amy, for supporting us for almost a full year already. Awesome. Um, do you want a... Uh, card. Sure. Let's see what we can see. Now you are rocking a energy weapon mm-hmm. with the pistol. I do a little extra English here. Uh, this one is called Bell Ringer. The target takes a minus five penalty to intelligence checks and intelligence based skill checks until healed. Mm, probably not gonna be effective. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, if you want to just take that regular damage uh, yeah. and your, your critical effect of your pistol, which is uh, has the burn condition, yes. you can. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, six. And do I roll the one D four? Uh, you can roll it now. Okay. It'll it'll take it at the um, at the end of its turn. All right. Uh, max damage. So a total of ten points. Okay. And I'm just gonna roll the reflex save for it now. Write it down and remember. It will take that damage, but it's going to put that fire out at the end of its turn. That's Zinnia, we're on to you. Two. Got a couple of successful tricks on this thing so far. All right. Uh, yeah, Zinnia is just going to kind of stay where she is in the air, maybe fly up a little bit, get some air, and take a shot. So that's actually a CR2 or lower. That is not a success. ID. All right, um, so trick does not go off, but the laser pistol is a 16 to attack. That is a hit with an unobstructed shot. Awesome, nice. so that does two damage. All right, every little bit here is probably gonna help because this thing has taken a walloping so far from your laser pistols and is still up. Uh, Jabert, we are on to Trest, who has shaken off the nausea. No longer nauseous, uh, just a little off target. Still off target, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've got enough movement to sort of run around these boxes. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I saw it sort of jump off the other side, and I come running around the boxes 
sort of a little <laughs> little woozy, and uh, I uh, slash wildly at this thing's tentacles. Oh my. Oh boy. First trest attack of this combat. Like melee, this little cerebric monster. All right, and that's including a minus two. Oh, don't matter. It don't matter. Ooh, natural 20 again. You guys, I don't like this one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Card, Jabert. Uh, yeah. That's what you call a cosmic crit. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And let's thank one of our, I'm sure all of our favorite uh, Discord um, contributors as well as a Patreon contributor, Casper, for their support. Boy, oh boy, so many crits. Crit fails and successes so far. You're doing kinetic, right? Uh, correct. With the sword. Uh, ooh, this one is called Gory. Your target is sickened for 1d6 rounds as your blade rips through its side. Fortitude negates, but we have an extreme slashing uh, extreme blow on this called Momentum, where you gain a plus two bonus to all attack rolls for one round. He's Louise. Pretty cool. That's shaking off that, that off kilter. Yeah, as your sword goes right through it. So let me um, I'm try to roll the fortitude save, but I've got to hit a 22. Oh, oh, well, I've, I've rolled a 19. Maybe maybe that'll be enough. This rubric fungus. Oh, that is just enough. It's got a plus four. <laughs> no. So it's, it's not going to be sickened, but you get that plus two on it. And how much damage? Oh, maybe this doesn't matter. How much yeah. damage is that? Uh, 15 points of damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you slice this thing in half. Yeah! <laughs> I'm glad we went through all that mathematics for uh, <laughs> like 30 something hit points, right? You're sickened now, slug. Oh, geez, Louise. Oh, I was hoping it was going to get a chance to fight you back. Uh, yeah, we are out of combat. That was a uh, quick turn. No, I'm. I'm still bleeding, so. Oh, oh right. No. Oh, no! <laughs> Tavacho! Um, do you want, on your turn, because you are next, to to do anything about that? Do you, um... I don't think I'm capable of doing anything about that. I have no serums, what? and I don't mm. have any ranks in medicine, so I think I'm just going to... So what, what do you have to do? Can I treat deadly wounds or try? Uh, it's actually a little bigger than treat deadly wounds, I believe. Oh, great. I think it's, it's, it's 15 for first aid, yeah. Okay, great. So on your next turn, you can move over that. Yeah. Tyler will, Devasho will take another D6 of damage though here. Another four points of damage. Uh, go ahead and make that um, uh, that medicine check. Anybody that wants to okay. try and help your boy out. It's a 24 from Zinnia. You don't have to help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that will do. That will staunch the bleeding. And we're out of combat. Thank you. Oh, No problem. That was a wild one. Wild, wild one. Yeah, now, that, that seemed at the start like it was going to be big, big bad times. And, yeah. Well, it could have been, except for Jabert rolled a 15 on damage in one shot. Like, that's amazing. Here I am with my two damage. Yeah, two, two crits and uh, bye bye yeah, crits are pretty effective. <laughs> Believe yeah, it or not. We should do that more often, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why do we not do that every <laughs> new strategy, everybody? <laughs> makes zero sense as to why you guys aren't rolling those more. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, great wow. job, Seymour. <laughs> uh, after combat here, um, Zinni, you see this cerebic fungus kind of laying on the ground, dying, and it, it it looks up at you with its uh, its little black fungal eyes as its tentacles are, are 
melting, and it says, I have seen things you people wouldn't believe. A ship's on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I've seen sea beams glitter in the dark near Tannhauser's gate. All these memories gone like dookie down the drain. I'm going to stop you right there. I don't know if you've seen this show before, but I'm the movie quote guy for this season. Yeah, you die. It dies. It does die. It begins sharding out a neon orange poop. You say sharding out? It sharts it right out. It is a stream. Um, Hey, that's what happens when you die, guys. You shart. You shart hard. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zinnia, as gross as the thing is, you know they are indeed very rare. Uh, DC for this was uh, 15 to figure out what this bad boy was. Or 19. 15 plus it's CR times one and a half. Yeah, Um, Zinnia, despite the grossness of the site in front of her would definitely rush over with her um, xenobiologist field kit to start, take a sample. Start scooping up the shark. Yeah, to scoop it all up. Yeah, yeah, not germane to swarm studies as it's a plant creature, but definitely invaluable to science in general. It's a very insular kind of species, the um, these cerebral funguses, but they, they get all over this universe. Um, while you're here, you see hose clamp number four all kind of bent and broken out of shape where it's trying to like latch onto the ship's fueling array. And it does look indeed like it's gonna need some kind of engineering specialist uh, to figure out how to get it to work or just someone holding it in place for the entire fueling process. <laughs> like just holding it against the ship. Why not that's, both? That's sort of what the uh, the new uh, uh, ship's chief uh, <laughs> yes. role for the starship is, right? You just you hold stuff together. <laughs> yes, I I presaged that in uh, in writing this AP. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, because if you don't have an engineering, there's got to be a way to get fuel in the ship. You just duct tape it and hold it hold it in place. Just hold it tight. So while while uh, the fueling is going on, can mm-hmm. uh, Echo Seven go back and pick up this? drift drive and bring it back over to load it onto the ship you guys can certainly try i should say you have to fix this thing before the fueling can even that that process can start and this is going to take about 10 minutes does anybody want to rest in that time as well or uh um, yes please yeah i'd like to rest i'd like to rest as well um do i do a engineering tech for this well if you want to rest you're not going to be able to do this engineering um uh, project, which is going to take about 10 minutes itself. But if you guys want to take a rest together, um, you can. Yeah, I, I didn't rest before the last combat. And I was like, oops. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I, oops. I somehow, despite all the checks I failed, am okay. So. Do, well, do you want to, while they're resting, go and, and take a look at the uh, the cargo lifter? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, uh, how is Tress doing? Um, Trest is okay. I'm going to hold off on spending RP right now. Um Anywhere you want to go. Um, I'm going to go take a look at the refueling situation and see if I can sort of finagle it. Uh, sure. With an engineering yeah. check? Uh, hopefully not with that, but <laughs> <laughs> was, the, was was there like a strength option or <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> it, it, it would be holding it in place the entire time that the fueling process. Well, okay. On. Okay. All right, let me, let me, let me, I can try an engineer. Well, actually wait, no, this is one of those, uh, trained only. No, never mind. We do have a cargo lifter that 
assuming we could pick this thing up and carry it in there, could we set the cargo lifter to just hold the two things in place and then wiggle out of it? Well, potentially, yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, I think you, you guys, your combined engineering know-how will be able to, to fix it. This is more difficult than you know getting the power core back online or things like that. Um, when you go to move the um, cargo lifter Echo 7 um, and like start getting out of your armor to climb into it, um, it does not move. It looks like it is locked and actually requires like a pin code to to operate. And I had not thought about this particular set of circumstances. <laughs> what would Echo 7 do? You're by yourself and uh, I guess you're kind of always naked, but you, you've you've taken off some like external armor plating to, to try and squeeze into this thing. Okay, power armor. Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> no, true. Try it again. <laughs> Try anything else. <laughs> oh, that put a weird uh, image in my mind. Oh. All right. So, pin code. Do mm-hmm. I see that maybe someone has left a space post-it note anywhere that might have a, a pin code around? Make a perception check for me. So, 22. You do not see that anywhere, unfortunately. But you do see it looks like ooh, maybe only... Um, uh, five digits are like um, a little dirtier than the others. Uh, one, two, three, zero, one, two, three, and nine. So if you want to spend like a couple hundred years putting in codes, you can. Hmm. Radio to the rest of the team. Uh, all right, guys, I've got this this code. Uh, I've got five digits. I can tell. Uh, what should I do? Should is, did anybody see a code anywhere? Any any, any of these computer systems? Uh, anything? Get, help help a help a guy out. Let's fast forward to Trest. Do you want to explore here to the south? There's still an area of the the hangar bay that you've not gone into yet. Yeah, I was just gonna go uh, take a look over there. We didn't see anything on the security camera that looked scared that looked too suspicious so uh, no this uh, if you're exiting out what you've seen on the security camera so far this should be and it is indeed the staff area where uh-huh. there is a, a you know a small refrigerator unit a beverage dispenser some comfortable seating a little round table and a row of 10 uh, kind of like half lockers set into the eastern wall beneath a uh, a security camera and what looks like a holographic counter on top of these lockers that uh, blinks uh, days since last workplace safety incident and it kind of flashes zero. It looks like it wants to be reset. Mm. Um, well, I'm going to grab a snack out of the fridge, maybe a, maybe a, a can of water and uh, maybe take a look around here, see if there's any, anything useful was left behind in these lockers. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, in the lockers, if you're taking a minute while everyone else is, is resting and, and going elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of things besides personal effects, maybe like a, um, uh, some dirty clothes and, and things like that. But underneath some a pile of clothes in one of them, uh, you find a fully charged arc pistol, um, fully charged battery in it uh, that uh, seems to be hidden in a, in a small holster. Hmm. Right. Um, maybe taking a, a seat and eating some stale chips or something here. Uh, you also find what looks like a security key card with a post-it note on it that says, uh, don't forget anniversary uh, 23-12-90. It's celebrated every year, apparently. I uh, I crumple up the note and I throw it in the garbage. I just say, shoot buckets. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> 
I, I imagine around that time is like I'm sort of like like looking through like looking through everybody's stuff eating the chips mm-hmm. and then I hear uh, uh, Echo's voice come over the headset uh, right around the time I'm looking at this thing and I'm like hmm. I'm, I'm gonna just... need you to make a DC 2 intelligence check for me Chipper. <laughs> DC two. That was very failable. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like looking at the note and like back at your <laughs> back at the chips. Uh, no, you you're pretty sure that this might be a, a, a useful code after what Echo Seven says. And indeed, Echo Seven, if you get those six digits, which is a, a date, um, the twenty third of the twelfth month, about uh, wow, at this point, um, twenty nine years ago. Wow. Uh, that is enough to uh, input into the the walker and gets it gets it moving gets it uh, unlocked. Chung, 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 chung. You can change the code to whatever you want now. Eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. Oh, nah, yeah. That's the code for ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, would anybody like a pistol? What oh, kind of pistol was yeah, it? What kind of pistol was it? It was a, a like like an arc pistol. Was it yeah, like the, so the level a, one uh, version? It's a static arc pistol. It's level two. It does one d six electricity damage, fifty foot range, arc two, uh, critical, twenty charges, two charges used per shot, and the stun special. Okay, so this is sort of like the slightly better version of the uh, pulse caster. The pulse caster, yeah. That is correct. Yeah, is right. this a level three pistol? So level two. two. Okay. All right, pretty good. Or so, I might, I, might, I might be interested in that. Ooh. Uh, all right, yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, I walk into the hangar and I uh, sort of like toss that over to Sprout, who I'm sure is uh, yucking it up with Zinnia. Um, oh, them operatives always in a corner yucking it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, before you guys start uh, working on the um, the refueling here, is there anything else you want to do? You, you're pretty sure you've looked through the majority of the. Um, the facility here. So, should should we go ahead and tell everyone to come on in? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're pretty sure, like I said, it's it's safe. Yeah, Echo so that's Se- something you can do. Echo Seven does want to take the time to take this crate into the ship. Sure, that will require one other person's help. So, if you want to wait for Devasha to get off his ten minute break, you can. Um, <laughs> Always on break. <laughs> oh, I swear. <laughs> Union jobs, eh? Uh, um, only working stiff around here. Are you able to pick something up? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll help out with that. I've got a I've got a, a strength of sixteen. Oh yeah, that that's fine. Uh, with the um, the two of you, that actually should be enough with the um, the cargo loader. Uh, so you can drag that back to the ship. Takes about five minutes getting it through the um, uh, the maintenance kind of bay of. No, gotta turn it like just a little like. Is is there is there a way for us to just you know call the people waiting to come yeah. in? Yeah, they, they've got comms, so you can. All right, so yeah, we'll we'll just you know call up to Zelenin. You know, line up in a orderly fashion. We're getting ready to go. Uh, yeah, when when uh, Zelenon answers, <laughs> he says, uh, "I I see hundreds of swarm creatures uh, just outside the city. I I think they might be making our way here." their way here soon Uh, well then line up faster we're we're coming we are coming uh and it's it's a fairly slow process for um all nine of these evacuees some of them carrying you know luggage um a few of them helping xantos loach work with scientific packages and briefcases uh get down to the hangar bay and then start loading up the the terminus wild um um 
while that is happening, Zinnia and Sprouts, just before we leave here, um, give me a perception check. Oh, jeez. Natural 20 on that. All right. Maybe maybe don't bother, Miles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, do, do we call it natural 20s for skill checks? <laughs> um, well, it's close enough. It's, uh, it's... It's a very, very high number here that we don't even need for a, a simple check. Uh, while looking over, you know, on your your rest, Zinnia, um, how exactly you're going to uh, climb up on these crates and, like, get the, the pipe fixed, uh, you can tell that these are fairly uh, heavy-duty crates because they are full to the brim of UPBs. Ooh. Uh, there are 6,000 UPBs. Uh, in these crates right here. That's a lot of UPVs. Yes, don't, I need to... Don't nobody to, tell Raz about this. <laughs> I need to double check with the author and make sure this is correct. This might be edited in post. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, this looks like enough for something like a Starship repair would uh, would cost. So like... Um, or a cappuccino machine. Whole points back <laughs> on, a, on a Starship. Um... Yeah, so as as they start making their way into the hangar bay, all these these evacuees, you see the the elderly councilwoman, um, uh, Glor Gishi, um, kind of dragging a small case behind her. Um, as Xantos walks up to you all and, and makes like a a look in your direction, he says, "You really think this pleasure craft is going to get us through the swarm defenses? You're either braver or dumber than I thought." You're welcome to stay here and try out a land to escape. That might be wiser given the circumstances, but I think without me, you all are certainly doomed. Should I get on board and prep the engine? Maybe run some diagnostics? No, you can go outside and be lookout. Are, are you the captain here? What What is your role on this ship, soldier? That's a great question. <laughs> that is why I asked it. Uh, what, what positions do you guys think you would claim on a starship? You've not had that in this AP thus far. You're welcome. Um, and not only that, uh, since we, we started playing this AP, we've got more options, including the, the aforementioned uh, chief's mate and uh, magic officer. Uh, I uh, think Echo Seven as a bombardier soldier probably going to be science officer, magic officer, <laughs> or gunner. Just gunner. Could be gunner. gunner. Could be gunner. Yeah. So yeah. Zinnia will probably take the piloting position, unless Ooh. someone else feels very strongly about driving the ship. Nah, you've done a bang up job so far. So. Oh yeah, I forgot you you drove them throughout the entirety of the Sator region. Done a pretty good job so far. So. Yeah, I think I'll be probably bouncing back and forth between chief's uh chief mate and uh magic officer Ooh, but you want you want it both new roles for yourself well i mean there's so much fun yeah. does that mean we're gonna have uh some captain flower power uh yeah Didn't no we, we've got you and devasho oh devasho left. right what do you guys think um i will sit on crates in the back and make sure they do not move <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> the worst. Uh, no, I really do not enjoy flying. I will bow out of this. Raz can do better than me. I'm pretty sure I will. Uh, uh, do you like transport guy? <laughs> no, I don't shoot guns. I I don't like those either, actually. Oh, great. Perfect oh, character for the same um, <laughs> I've got uh, a decent intimidate and I've got uh, mm. decent diplomacy, so I guess I'm gonna be uh, captain this season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, captain again, Captain Sprouts. 
That's what it's all, all think, about. I don't think any of my skills, my charisma skills, are going to match up to you. Why are, why are all my skills... What are your bonuses? Just wondering. I have such low char- charisma, I can't relate. My sheet's broken. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, your oh, skills wait, are... No, they changed it. They changed it. I'm sorry. Okay. They changed it. I'm looking in the wrong. I'm looking at the wrong spot now. That's weird. Okay, my diplomacy mod. My diplomacy is plus six. My intimidate is plus ten. My mysticism is plus six. Those are the three best things that I can. Well, and you've and you've got strength as well. So I mean, shipmate and magic officer wouldn't be bad for you. I'm sorry. What were your diplomacy and intimidate again? Diplomacy was six. Intimidate was ten. And Miles, what are are Sprout's diplomacy and intimidate? Uh, Sprout's uh, diplomacy is six. Intimidate seven. Either Mm -hmm. way, we could go. Honestly, Uh, yeah. So, so I I, I think Sprout's is more fun. I mean, (laughs) potentially, but uh, but we also need things like a science officer. We need other stuff. And uh, I don't don't know what you're. Yeah, my my science is not great. Um, Xantos Lotor, as you guys are having this conversation, pipes up and says, I can easily assume the position of science officer is like a child's toy to me, these computer systems. Ah, this guy. Yay, my favorite NPC. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. That's- or have no intel about the enemy whatsoever. That's also an option. As long as you can follow the... As long as you can follow orders, you're welcome to the post. And you are Captain Sprout, is that it? Marlo, Captain Marlo to you. Just get this thing fueled and I will ensure she is flight worthy or we're better off hiding here in this bunker. Uh, he'll he'll go on the ship and, and start making kind of like arrangements. Um, you guys, uh, let's make an engineering check to repair this uh, this thing and, and get you on your way. Um, you guys can can all aid whoever wants to roll an engineering check. But it's a fairly simple one, DC 20. I can roll the engineering check if y'all want to aid. Go for it. I'll aid. Yeah. So we've got an aid from Echo 7 and aid from Spouts Malu. Watch me screw this up. <laughs> 18 from Zinnia, so with two aids, that'd be a 22. Close, but no screw up. Uh, that is enough to uh, bang it into place, kind of replace like one or two parts and make it so it will smoothly inject itself into the the afterburners of the Terminus Wild, this, uh, this indeed pleasure cruiser. Um, and yeah, as soon as that happens, you can go back to the computer in the, the other room and start that process of, of refueling. Oh yeah, the, the counter starts up and says, you know, 1% fueling process, status active, and there's like a very slowly moving bar that looks like it's going to take another 10 minutes or so um, as people are still making their way onto the ship. Uh, do you guys want to take a, a look about the ship? Real yeah, quick? sure. Uh, should Zinnia stay here in the terminal uh, to, to watch the refueling? Yeah, it's up to you. Something could go wrong. You can key it to your comm unit if you want. Um, the, the computer, so you can monitor it from afar, but um, they can also relate to you uh, what they see on the ship. Uh, this is mainly just for the players, because I have the map all set up here. The Terminus Wild! Um, out of curiosity, does Lochwort have any engineering? Great question. Completely unprepared for. Okay. Uh, his, his stats are actually in book two of uh, Attack of the Swarm. Mm. Uh, so I'll look them up, but I'm pretty sure his um, computers are are better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me what you guys think of the ship. 
you've got you got a full view here, and you can start walking around as helping people on board and things. Guys, is this a second are... floor on the left? Yes, yes. There's a. Um, it, it kind of transposes right on top uh, uh, to the to the right there, but that's like the flight deck, and then the below deck is like the personal space for what looks like there's a couple of fairly large estates rooms here in the in mid deck. Um, there's bathrooms. like bathrooms. There are bathrooms. Tons of bathrooms. There's a a hack, a holographic amusement chamber, very large cargo area in the the back of the ship. Uh, I can get you all the stats on this as we're we're going through it. But awesome. um, uh, up on that flight deck, there is indeed a uh, enormous room for the captain <laughs> compared to uh, the needs maybe of the the rest of the crew. But uh, this over here is the the captain's quarters. It's uh, about 20 by 15 foot large. And uh, the crew have their own kind of um, um, relaxation suite over here and a fairly large bridge that sits atop this like two-story starship. I'm sorry, we're giving our tiniest character the biggest room. That's this seems a little unfair. <laughs> That's the them's the breaks. Uh, them's the breaks. Welcome <laughs> to uh, how things work. You can you can share that room if you guys want. But uh, look look look, big things come in small packages. And these small packages sometimes need a lot of room. Yeah, that's 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 good, uh, Sprouts. And I go downstairs and I take that enormous room with the double bed <laughs> down on the first floor. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad I looked this up. Uh, Xantos Lutrit has uh, nothing in engineering <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> whatsoever. I'm glad he is no help there. <laughs> who, who needs engineering? Um, yeah, so you guys can spend some time uh, looking over the ship as uh, you know, it gets like seventy-five percent fueling. Uh, everyone, make a perception check for me. All right. Also, this is a pleasure cruiser. I don't think any of these rooms are are bad. <laughs> oh yeah, the 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 ones below deck um, are a much nicer though. They're kind of like um, you know five thousand dollar penthouse suites compared to the the uh, the crew quarters. But uh, yeah, there's not enough beds for everyone here, but there's a number of cots and things that could be set up in the um, the cargo bay. So I have a question about mm-hmm. the, the drift drive that we brought on board. Does this ship have a drift drive already? And what is the difference between the one that we brought in and the one that is already installed? Um, that's something you can take a look at in the future here. But if you take a swing through engineering, there is not a drift drive uh, attached to it right now. Glad we took that box. As you are um, peering through here, there does sound like there is some commotion outside as about um, maybe 200 feet up in the hangar bay. You can hear what sounds like uh, footsteps on top of the the door and um, the refueling procedure gets to about 90% complete when there are alarms that start going off throughout the entire facility. Um, Blaring throughout the hangar, uh, the computer readout Zinnia shows um, maybe some of the security feeds um, in the the hallway, uh, the stairs leading down, um, just dozens of swarm components converging uh, throughout the spaceport and into the facility. And from the outside camera, a huge shadow kind of falls across the field as some passing unseen gargantuan creature blocks out the sun and there's the sound of what is now unmistakably hundreds of clawed legs on the hangar's launch bay doors echoing throughout the hangar bay the people that are still outside uh 
getting onto the ship start like hustling. But as that happens, uh, you hear screams from outside the ship as there's a crashing of a, a metal grate shattering. And uh, if you guys are hustling in that direction, you see dredgers starting to pour into the hangar bay. Uh, let's roll some initiative, guys. Just take off. Wait, where are we're we? Are we all inside the ship? Uh, if you guys wanted to be on there, yeah, you can move back to this area where Devasho's at uh, to to get back on there. Drew, it's up to you if you want to still be in your I powered do, armor. I do not want to be in the powered armor right now, but I want to leave the powered okay. armor on the ship so we can take it with us. That's fine. Let's roll them initiative. Am I still deaf? Yes, unfortunately. Okay. It has only been about an hour and a half. Why, why aren't we just leaving? That's fine. Because uh, we're still loading people onto the ship. And you're still technically attached to the hangar bay. Is there even an opening? Like, can uh, we get out? Currently, the door is not open. So at the very least, that and finishing up some, some last minute things is going to take a few minutes, even after the fueling's done. Uh, as you get out there into the bay, not only do you see these dredgers bursting through uh, where, where you brought through the... Um, the drift drive here, but while you see that uh, inside the command room, you see an acidic blast melting through the reinforced partition here where a Vorfoma flies through into the hangar bay, but behind that blast in a a break in, in the glass, you see another swarm creature you've not seen before step through and move behind the boxes over here to the left. Uh, and this is what this guy looks like. Oh, what is that guy? Yeah. Yeah, what is he indeed? <laughs> He's a bipedal swarm uh, with what looks like an acid cannon kind of attached to its 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 forearm. A swarm you've not seen before, but it looks over in your guys' direction as you're getting off the ship. But more specifically, looks up at you, Zinnia. Specifically, points a clawed hand in your direction and psychically calls out, screeching into your minds, Hylax will know. She will know. Let me roll some initiative, then we get to have a fun fight. I wonder what that could be all about. Oh, hey, natural 20 on the first one, so we're just going to move you right up here, buddy. And these guys didn't roll as well. Cool, cool. First things first, it's going to fire at Zinnia, this this uh, fun new swarm monster. The original alien argument. Ooh, look at you with all your, your knowledge. I, rec- <laughs> I recognize images. I recognize the art so much. Uh, this is indeed an acid cannon coming your way, Rebecca. Bam. Boy, oh boy, I wish I could roll a 20 on the attack and on initiative. But you know what? I've got a book re-roll as well, and we're nearing the end of this book. I think it's time I use mine. Oh boy. I've rolled a three on the dice, so I don't think that's going to... This works out. <laughs> that might one, hit, so. but... Natural one. Ooh, it, it was almost a natural four, but 11 on the dice is going to hit. Thank goodness. And this is uh, five points of acid damage, uh, Rebecca. What have I done? Uh, what have you done? Have Let you me done? go. Oh, Hylax will know. We I know. I know. It can't possibly be something that Zinnia did. Like, yeah, it can't possibly like... be something in your pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking any responsibility <laughs> for anything I've ever done. Uh, that is... That is its turn. Next is Trest with Jabert. You've got to your left side, you see three swarm dredgers coming in your direction and to the right, 
uh, uh, Vorfoma in this this acid cannon arm wielding swarm. What what is what is what's going through our Sheeran soldiers' mind? Or uh, mystic I, soldier. <laughs> uh, I would love to go chop up those guys on the uh, on like sort of the west side, but I got to stop these dredgers. So I just sort of like just sort of charge those guys. Not oh, actual boy. charge. I'm not actually charging. No, do it. I'm not taking a, my, a penalty to my AC. <laughs> it's cool. All the cool <laughs> kids are doing it. All right. You are their only target right now, but same goes for this one. Uh, you're running up on them with your sword. Yep. An attack. Uh, 14. Uh, against this unattached, KAC is a hit. Yes. Eight points of damage. Oh, my goodness. It's bloodied immediately. Oh, man. Uh, good, good, good. Miles, it looks like, uh, yeah, you are next. Are you on um, Echo 7's shoulder here? Uh, at this point, he's been kind of on his own going around the, the ship, so he's he's right uh, on his own. Um, okay. So is is it this this fellow right here that shot at uh, Zinnia? No, it's this, this one in the far corner of the room. Um, this one is a Vorfoma, and it's flying about... Um, 10 feet up off the ground right now. Okay. Um, distance. So, um, Sprouts is not taking kindly to this fella shooting at Zinnia, so he's mm-hmm. gonna return the favor with a, a trick attack. Using your new gun? Uh, not yet. Um, so just the laser. CR2 or lower? Um, you are firing at this one. That yes. is... That's not going to be enough. Oh, man. Uh, uh, 21 to attack. That is a hit, though. All right. So uh, four points of damage. Okay. So even behind cover as it is, uh, you are doing a little bit of damage to it, and it is singed by that that blast on its like upper shoulder where you see all these like gnarly-looking swarm like spikes coming out of its uh, its chitinous. Oh, good. <laughs> um, Echo 7, we are on to you. And wide open battlefield right now. Uh, and I'm assuming I'm on the ground. Uh, yeah, yeah. You get, you're just about 10 feet away from that exit ramp for the uh, the back of the ship. Okay, I would like to throw a Mark 1 frag grenade. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Uh, wh- where are we throwing it? Uh, let's see. Mark one has a five foot range. Is that right? I think it's 10 foot. It's 10. The frag grenade is 10. Yeah. So I would like I think to... the frag is 10. Shock is 15. Flash is five. I'd like to aim right at this middle dude over here. So you, you aim at a, like a, a vertice. Um, if you aim at the back wall here, it will not potentially not hit Trest and, and hit all the dredgers. Um, it looks like unless you move forward right now, you might be out of that first range increment. Then I'm going to move. Uh, I'm going to move. Yeah, you need to move about 15 foot closer. Yeah. Then I'll do that because I have. Oh the, yeah. The, the action economy. All right, we're looking for I believe uh, uh, AC seven right now for uh, for hitting this mark. So you're making a ranged tech. Ooh. Natural wasted. 20. Wasted, wasted natural 20. 20. Wasted you, 20. This is the second wasted 20 on a grenade you have had as yeah. you uh, you place that grenade in the exact perfect spot. It's like right underneath this dredger. Uh, maybe it will it'll, uh, translate to damage right now or maybe my reflex saves. Go ahead and roll that damage. Oh, shoot. Is that 1d6? Oh, yeah. 1d6. Ooh, Five boy. points of damage. Near maximum damage. 
and oh no, the one that needed to fail it succeeded uh, as I rolled an 18 for the one that Trest has just hit. What is your uh, your dex bonus here? What's the DC for this grenade? Uh, my dex bonus is 16. So 14. I believe these are all going to pass. I've rolled a, uh, a 14 on the dice, an 11, and an 18. So let me just double check their reflex save. Reflex is their best. They have passed. Uh, so they're only taking two points each. And six across the board. And this one in front of you, Tress, is looking really hurt right now. And up next is the Dredgers. And this one is indeed going to move right up to you, Echo 7. They're going to try to attach. Um, and you can make an attack of opportunity, Tress, on this one as it's going to try and move around you as well to do the same thing. Oh, chop. Yes. Oh, that's 22. Oh, jeez. How much damage? Eight points. Okay, uh, they are. <laughs> you're gonna try to get two attaching to you right now. Oh no! <laughs> uh, the five is a is is a failure. Uh, Thirteen on the dice. That is a success. So one of these does attach to you. The other one is gonna try for Echo Seven and an eleven on the dice. What is your KC right now, Drew? Eighteen. That is enough. That is just enough to attach onto you. Uh, that is their turn and the four foma is gonna go four foma is gonna go last so zinnia you are next the turn order zinnia wants to do something crazy oh boy um so hearing hylax will know mm. zinnia is going to place her hand on the uh fragment of the crystal that she has in her pocket from the mm. temple of hylax you and have she- a what <laughs> Nobody sees it. It's still in my pocket. And she is going to, in Sheeran, chant, start chanting. She's going to hover, mm. like, with her wings. Um, and she's going to start chanting in Sheeran, the connection undone by holy light. What uh, What are you hoping happens here? I don't know, but that's what Zelenon was saying. So she's going to try to mimic what he was doing in the Temple of Hylax, hoping that it... Like makes them makes all of these swarm like I don't know they seem to be in some kind of trance before so maybe it'll work. Make me a mysticism check. I like where this is going. <laughs> My mysticism's not great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More of a scientist, but that's a fifteen. Let me roll here. Um, that is going to be enough. I'm actually going to say this has a potential to affect one of these dredgers, which I've rolled. I'll make a will save for them. And I've only, ooh, they have a very low <laughs> will. Uh, that is enough to placate this one that is on Echo 7. Yes. It's actually going to unattach itself and just kind of like stare around. Uh, like it doesn't know what is happening. That is going to be your action for the turn though. Okay. Because uh, that's going to be a standard. Uh, Tyler DeFasho, we are on to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start moving in the non-dredger direction. Mm-hmm. But while I'm moving, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, yeah, while I'm moving, I'm gonna go ahead and pull out my singing disc. Ooh. And let's, oh, we'll go, we'll go right next to the Vorfoma, although I assume the Vorfoma is a little above me. Uh, it's within range. It's uh, only about 10 feet up. Oh, cool. Uh, and then how far am I away? How many penalties am I going to take for throwing my disc back towards Dredger that attacking Trest? It's 45 feet away. I think the the range is 20 on the singing disc, right? I believe e- so. Um, that would be two, so negative four. Or no, yeah, just negative four. Hmm. 
All right, let's throw the disc at this um, acid cannon guy. Okay. I like um, I mean, you're within range of him, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have the shield out. Oh, okay. Would shield. not have had it out. Shield did you dirty last time you used it. Uh, 17 uh, against EAC to acid cannon guy. Um, against EAC, that's going to be a miss right now. Oh. As, as it is behind the cover here. Got that. That oh, uh, I didn't full cover. That's too bad. Um, I promised you the next time that these uh, these Vorfoma have an option to make you do a will save, Tyler, they were going to do it, which uh, means know. this one hovering above you. You can make uh, can you make an attack of opportunity with the singing disc? No. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's a thrown <laughs> right. weapon, so I doubt it. If you don't have the the melee out, then it is just going to fly up about another 10 feet and move back a little bit. And it's going to make you roll a will save. Nice fight, guys. Yep, nice fight. That's uh, 10, Patrick. Yes, and I promised I was going to use fear on you, but I, I'm not. I'm using uh, lesser confusion. Oh, good. Even oh, is that better. Mind, is that mind affecting? Perfect. It, it is. Ah, oh, then that's an 11, Patrick. You fool! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh boy! Double check on the DC of that. No, that's that's a fail. <laughs> ah, I'm the fool. <laughs> oh boy, moving right into this thing's range. I had to do it. Uh, turn two, top of the turn order. Um, it would love to shoot at Zinnia again, but it's got Devasho right in its its range. If you're not wielding a melee weapon, um, actually, boy. Mm. It doesn't really, it wouldn't really know that you're confused right now because it did not use the spell. Uh, he's going to step up to Debasho and make a single melee attack against him. Oh boy, two on the dice. Yeah. Ooh. Wish I had oh. more book rerolls. Oh, just. Yeah, yeah, you uh, hate to see it. Yeah, just for that. You know. <laughs> oh no. Oh, they let it rip. What a disaster. A truly disgusting roll by the player. It's a natural toot. Toot, toot, kaboom! Trash, we're on to you, Jabert. All right. So you I've do got... have two dredgers on you right now, one attached and one not. All right. So the way attach works is you get is they get a plus uh, four to AC, right? If they're attached. Uh, attached, yes. Yeah. So, so, but it's not a negative to me attacking. So, for example, yeah. this other guy on the other side of me who's not attached, I'm not taking a penalty to that guy, right? No, but you are technically um, uh, flanked right now. Ah, I see. So if you okay. want to move, you can get out of that uh, flank. Uh, this thing will move with you, taking it out of a flanking position. Um, the the attached gives it a bonus to its hit against you and that armor class. Yeah, I'm going to take two sword swings, and I'm going to attack. Uh, I'm going to start by attacking the one who's uh, not attached and behind me. Oh boy, they're they're so weak <laughs> right now. I know. I'm, I'm hoping I can get two attacks in here. Yeah. All right. Let's let's roll this first one. All right. God. Oh. Uh, fourteen versus the or sorry, that's eighteen. That's with the minus four. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a hit, and that one is dead. Very yes. dead. Uh, <laughs> by one hit point, minimum damage. But yeah, you slice the one that is not on you completely in half. Make right. that second attack. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm hoping I can get I can get the same same thing on this guy. Ooh, a fifteen. 
No, unfortunately, as it is attached, that is not going to be enough. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, it would have been so cool. It would have been so dope. But maybe you can get some some help from your shooty friends, because next is Miles. Uh, Sprouts is Marlowe. Captain Marlowe's. Yeah, so Sprouts is definitely uh, still going to announce this guy's his target and pop down here uh, and take a trick attack. All right, that is, yeah, he is just out of cover now, so no bonuses for the swarm. Oh, no! Oh, no! Natural one on the dice. Uh, I, I didn't give you the option earlier when we rolled that critical fail, but do we want to use a uh, website, Cosmic Crit? Well, I didn't fail earlier. Yeah, I know. Who, who, uh, whoever Tyler. rolled that one earlier. Um, uh, or do we want to use the, the deck here? Uh, use the deck last time. Yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and use uh, the Cosmic Crit website. On CosmicCrit.com. I mean, it, oh it's man, I hope you re-roll. you can't re-roll the natural ones. Yes, indeed, you do. Forgot all about that rule. Yeah, it's a good rule. I like that I made it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I do. I, I actually do like. I like that rule too. I just kind of told you. It increases the actual number of uh, critical fails that we've got. This is a melee submitted by JJJ. Oh no. It's called scoping around. You ac- accidentally change the settings of your scope or stock on your pistol, causing you to be off target with that weapon. Uh, you can spend a full action to fix it or just suck until the combat's over. It's your choice. Luckily, you have another pistol. So Yeah, I was just saying, well, I'm just... I guess I'm dropping that one. <laughs> uh, so you can drop that as a... Well, do you want to drop it or do you want to stow it? Stow it. Uh, that will be a move action and then another action to pull out the other pistol as well. So that'll be basically your next do turn. I, do I not get a swift action? <sighs> swift action would only be if you have the uh, the fast draw, I think, for uh, for pistol. Now, you can move and pull a weapon out as part of that move um, on your next turn, but mm-hmm. it will also be uh, a mover standard to stow the pistol you currently have. You can drop it on the ground as a free action if you want. But Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> That's your turn. Drew, we're on to you with Echo 7. All right. Echo 7 now has an unattached, just kind of stand in there dredger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it seems currently to still be fascinated by whatever Zinnia just did. <laughs> he doesn't know what the pronk is going on, but he's not going to try to care that much. And he's going to take a... Hmm, we're going to take a guarded step, mm-hmm. and we are going to shoot the azimuth artillery laser. Right at that one. Got it. Go right ahead. 19 on the dice, <laughs> 25 to hit. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. Seven points of damage. Huge hole in this thing opens up in its carapace. It is immediately bloodied. That and the grenade damage it is looking very hurt. Oh, you had me set up so much. It is immediately bloodied. Come on. <laughs> it is immediately <laughs> now not fascinated and it's going to just come over and try and attack you. As it is, doesn't like being hurt and it is on its last legs. A four on the dice. This is your GM saying you're welcome, everyone, for these macros <laughs> so far. Uh, we've got the other one that is on Trest and getting a little bit of a bonus here because it is attached. Let's make that attack. A six on the dice. Boy, howdy. Uh, what's your KAC right now, Jabber? 15. Okay. I've got a plus nine because it's attached. 
and that is just enough. Oh, six on that dice. Thank goodness I'm doing some damage here. Oh, boy. Uh, D6 plus three, six points of damage. As it is gnawing it through your armor, trying to claw your neck off. Yeah. Um, Xenia, we're back to you. Seems to have worked whatever you did, but apparently not for long. Yeah, um, this is tough. I'm tempted. I kind of want to try to keep it up, although I'm not very good at magic, so I'm not sure that I can. Uh, but I also kind of want to just shoot this dredger <laughs> that just fell off of, or that just reattached to Echo. Uh, um, it is not attached to Echo. It's just attacking him. Oh, it's just attacking him. So it's a lot um, easier to hit. Yeah, it's uncharted territory for the science uh person on the team yeah actually i was going to ask where zelenon is is he nearby perchance on board the ship right now there's a maybe a couple others just getting to the 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 ramp but uh yeah he's on there um you can call him out if uh, things get dire he does have healing capabilities mystical healing capabilities okay okay I think that Zinnia is going to, uh, seeing that the dredger has come out of its trance, she's going to come out of hers momentarily and try to take a shot at it. Uh, Stealthily, of course. Okay. Um, So this one that is on Echo 7. Go right ahead. So that's CR 13 or lower. That is a hit. And the attack is 24. Uh, How much damage are we talking here? Three total. Ooh, it's still up. That is just winging this thing, clipping off one of its back digging legs. Uh, but it is still coming at your teammate. Uh, Tyler, we're on to you. Confused this round. Um, yep. Move action to ignite the shield, and I'm going to punch that acid cannon dude in the face. Yep, this guy did, did attack you, right? He did. Mm. So I don't have any choice. <sighs> All right, end of my turn. What do you roll? I rolled a two. Oh no, natural toot on the dice. Well, you're welcome. We're both rolling it in that combat currently. Yikes, you are no longer confused. We are on to this for Foma's turn and it is gonna send a barb down at you, Devasho. Casey Barb, hey, a three on the dice. I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, turn three, this guy is now on top of you. The the bipedal swarm is gonna make, oh, now. Is gonna make a couple attacks against you, Debasho. Let's do more. Oh boy, a six is a miss. A sixteen is gonna be a hit with this guy. I think just a hit. What's your KAC? Seventeen right now. Okay. Yep. Uh, that is one hit, and it is coming at you with a clawed hand for seven points of damage. Single hit. Uh, Jabert, we're on to Trest as you've got one of these things knocked off of you, and there's still one now attached. All right, we're going to make a single attack to try to pry this last one off of me. Well, if you want, you can, um, as a, a move action, try and do a strength check to oh, do it right. off. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely like to try that. We haven't used it very often, but the DC for the attach is is pretty low, but it's a strength check. So just adding your plus three to strength. Right, yeah. So. All right, let's, let's, yeah, let's give that a try as a move, as a move action. Oh, a nine. That's not going to do it. That okay. takes up your move action, which you weren't going to do anything with if you're just making a single attack. So, right. Go ahead and make that attack. Uh, 17. A 17 against its attached KAC is a hit. <sighs> so much wins of damage. Oh, boy. Yeah, and you kill that one, too. Yes. yes. Two dredgers down. Dang it. Uh, okay. 
Uh, that one flops onto the ground. Dripping icker. And we're on to Miles. Sticky, icky, icker. Sticky, icky. <laughs> the stickiest of ickiest. Sprouts. Oh, there's there's still one in front of Echo 7, and there's still these these nasty guys behind you. Is, is is that one attached to Echo 7? No. Uh, it is not, no. Okay. So he's not in any immediate danger at the moment. Hmm. Well, 20s happen. Well, yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna still uh, keep shooting at the Ast Cannon, gentlemen. It looks to be a um, maybe a leader of some sort. You see some of them kind of looking in its direction um, before they attack. So uh, using his free action. Uh, it mine's a, it's a, it's a cold pistol. Is that is that right? Electric. Electric? Yeah, so you won't be able to trick attack if you're you're pulling that one out this turn, but it is just a um, uh, a standard attack you can make. Okay. That. So go ahead and roll that. Top part. Uh, it's 23 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. Two damage. Uh, two points of electricity damage going through. Um, oh, nice. You got your, your macro all set up. Um, that is going to be your turn, and we're on to Echo 7 again. Midway through turn three. All right. Echo 7 is going to take this opportunity to shoot this dredger in the face. Actually, mm. I take oh, that I'm going to move back. <laughs> take a guarded step back first. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you can't uh, occupy the same square as, as Sprouts unless you're taking the time to scoop me up. Yeah. Yeah, I figured, I figured he'd jump. Uh, yeah, I'll hop up. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're a team. Oh, you've used your actions this round, but uh, right. you can move to the so, side of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll guard and step down there. And... Unless you want to get on his shoulders. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's see that fan art. All right, but make an attack. Artillery laser shot. It is looking very weak right now. It's taken it's taken like three hits. Ooh, that's only a 12 to hit. Against EAC? Against EAC. Yeah, that's a hit. Yes! <laughs> nice. And this thing is obliterated. It's like Boom, uh, a cartoon pile of ash <laughs> at the end of this uh, with like a little smoky wisp coming off the top of it. Eight points of damage. Yeah, it's it's gone. <laughs> um, great. And that is, that is all the dredgers here. But you hear them elsewhere in the facility. You can like hear their claws on the, the hard cement, so you know there are more coming. Um, that is going to bring us to Zinnia. All right, can I identify this bipedal swarm? Uh, you can try, for sure. Primes free. It's an 18, but a negative... No, 19, but a negative 5 to the uh, DC. Let's see. That is going to be enough to find out... Uh, one, two, um... We'll call it three pieces of information, right? 18 minus five. It's basically 23. Uh, no, two pieces of information. Okay. <laughs> I can do it right. Um, what would okay. you like to know? Uh, special abilities. Well, you know it's got that sweet acid cannon, but you don't know it has an ability called uh, Psychic Assault, where it can unleash a burst of harmful mental chatter at a target within 30 feet. Um, basically doing psychic damage to them, which would require a will save. Oh, and do we know what this creature is called? This is a swarm Korovox, C-O-R-R-O-V-O-X. And it is indeed a um, uh, a more kind of like capable swarm, whereas the other components are kind of like more group thinky. This one, they, uh, they send out in, in smaller groups and... And uh, you've heard of them like leading squads of 
of swarm omniscience. Uh, this is a boss monster. What else do you want to know about it? Um, what are its defenses? Defenses, besides its swarm mine ability, is immune to acid and fear effects. And we're talking EAC of 14, KAC of 16. All right. What would you like to do this turn? Okay, having done that life science check, um, I'm guessing I can't do my magic trance thing, right? Uh, you can, no, you can <laughs> Probably try. Probably full action. A, no, okay. it's a standard. Um, let's see. I think I will try that. See if I can get this Vorfoma to sort of stand down. Give uh, me a chair. All right. Oh, that's not good. So that's a seven. All the magic in the shiny rock is gone forever. Oh no. <laughs> Nothing oh, no. happens. Tyler, we're on to Devasho. Your teammates have gone crazy. One of them is spouting gibberish. The others are, are having a good time with a few minor dredgers where you're taking the brunt of this fight. What would you <laughs> hey, I've shot this guy twice. <laughs> the brunt of this fight. Uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna use a move action to activate Blade in the Night on this guy. Mm-hmm. And, oh man, Trust is gonna eventually come over here. Oh boy. Patrick, can I put myself in this corner? Can I put Devasho in a corner? Um, no one puts Devasho in a corner. You can either move through the, the Swarm Corvox's square or attempt a climb check over the, like the boxes and this little like uh, baggage mover thing. Um, that will potentially provoke from the flying Morphoma. Okay, Morphoma. let's forego the Blade in the Night comment for a, mm-hmm. let's try to go over the boxes comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll add Thletics. Uh, yeah, it'll be a pretty simple one. We're talking DC 10. No, I mean, okay, well, 17. So okay. Can I'll put Devasho in a corner. And that will provoke from the very weak Morphoma. They, they don't have a, a strong melee attack, but... That's a uh, nine on the dice. Yeah, that is going to be a miss. Uh, okay, right. And then we'll try and uh, shield bash the uh, Korovox. <laughs> Okay, so bringing the shield out while you do this. Shield was out last turn. Oh, then make that attack, sir. I and if you maybe if you start rolling well, I'll start rolling well. Uh, that's a promise. Because <laughs> I rolled a, I rolled a seven. So no, <laughs> no. Then that means. All right. Well, it's my turn. I think actually we're gonna have a little fun, and this yeah. Oma is just gonna fly straight down under the ship to uh, attack Zinnia and make a single attack against her with its uh, I think it's got like a bite attack 19 on the dice oh, that's a miss goodness finally <laughs> uh, so it's oh I should have done it's claw attack is more damage I'm dumb it's bite attack is d4 I, I only made this monster so I should know <laughs> uh, three points of of claw damage or bite damage and that brings us to the top of turn four with the Coravox at the top. Uh, I'll get my will save ready. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. I think it's. It's got to go melee. It's. I mean, you saw these like wicked looking claws on this thing, right? It's gonna try double attacking. Oh no, Devosh. Oh, Patrick, you have <laughs> Patrick. No. Ooh, a 16 and a 10 on the dice. KC is at 17. Yes. Um, that is just one hit. The 10 is a little miss. Uh, so one hit coming at you. Come on, damage. There we go. 10 points of damage from it. Uh-oh. Slashing at your your midsection. It's in trouble next turn, I'll tell you. Um, 
Trest, onto you. The Dredger's dealt with. There's only a couple of targets here. Um, the Vorfoma, which is about... I mean, I think it's only hovering about 5 or 10 feet above the ground right now with Zinnia. And this Korvox, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to do something very special. I am going to... Uh, punch some keys on my I have like a keypad on my wrist I'm like a wrist comm unit <laughs> and I say a silent prayer to Hylax that some of the orbital defenses are still up and I key in my coordinates and I point at the Korovox and I paint a little laser dot right on the uh, right on this guy's back folks at home I don't know what's going on either here so you're in the same boat as me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, and that's my turn. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you, do you want to, okay. uh, let, uh, our listeners know? I'll, I'll take out my earbuds if you want. Uh, no, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm casting, uh, Summon Creature. <gasps> oh! Goodness oh. gracious. Beep, 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 beep. I, oh, I forgot you had magic powers. Me <laughs> too! <laughs> were on the sprouts. All right, so now I can use my full-on trick attack. Oh, this yeah. time. It is the one against the boss. No cover for this thing. Tyler has taken its cover option away. All right, CR 12 or lower. That is a success. All right, so he's flat foot. It's a 17 to hit. Uh, you've, you're the only one that's done damage to this thing, I think, so far. That is a hit. Okay, uh, only one damage, but the trick attack gave me four, so that's five points of damage. Yeah, you've. I think you've done all of it, right? <laughs> I, I don't um, know. <laughs> uh, that brings yes. us to Drew, Echo 7. Uh, all right. Sprouts, any chance you can scooch, uh, scooch like five feet? Uh, sure. Um, yeah. Like to the north? Maybe to the north, that'd be great. Or you can <laughs> hop on Echo 7's shoulders. Yeah, I'll just hop yeah, on Echo 7. Or hop up, yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> just, I'll allow just it. for the, you know, character flavor. All right. Um, hmm. Going full Goron Lagan here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I, hmm. I imagine Sprout's at the end of his cannon, just like pointing. <laughs> Go. Go, Echo 7. I'm about to do something very stupid. Oh, boy. Yes. I love very stupid. Let's do this. Valhalla. Two shots. <laughs> yeah. Against the Korovox. Against the Korovox. This is a minus right. four, right? I can't remember anymore because it's been yeah. so long. Oh. Yeah, man, but doesn't matter if you roll 20s. Let's go. Yeah, so here's shot the first. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what a Drew, stupid no. thing to do. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> You've rolled the natural one and you have the potential to roll a second. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Valhalla! Uh, Valhalla! <laughs> Drew, do you, do you want a critical fumble deck from Paizo or our fans? Let's, uh, well, because I'm almost guaranteed to roll another natural one. Let's do the Paizo deck first. <laughs> okay, get them both in this this one turn. Uh, and you were shooting an energy weapon, correct? Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. Manufacturing flaw. Any attack made with your weapon deals energy damage to its wielder equal to its item level until the weapon is repaired with a successful engineering check. Any attack made with it deals damage equal to its item level. Is that a, a level two? Is the azimuth laser cannon? Uh, gonna have to look that up. Working on it. Oh boy. Um, that's going to count this turn though, because you are making another attack. 
The azimuth artillery laser is level one. One point of damage <laughs> as it heats up. Uh, make the second attack true. Let's do it. Valhalla. Valhalla. That's <laughs> a five. Oh, oh a waste of time. Oh, Three boy. on the dice. Uh, uh, let's call that another one point of damage just because the, <laughs> the embarrassment wasn't enough. Insult to injury. Zinnia, we're on to you. Hey, you've got a new friend. It's the Sporfoma. Yeah, and Zinnia is pretty convinced that this magical item that she picked up is worthless. So she puts it back in her pocket. She's not going to throw it away, mind you. Okay. But for scientific purposes. I mean, I, um, I did imagine that you put it around a necklace or, you know, like a, on a piece of well, leather. I haven't had time to fashion it into a piece of jewelry yet. But yes, okay. that is absolutely the intention. Then this um, will be a move action to put it back. Oh, really? No, I, I have it in my pocket the whole time. Like, oh, so I, you're just like I just I'm just like dropping it. Yeah. You're like rubbing it secretly in your pocket. Yeah, because like, I don't want anybody to your see thumbs it. While your teammates yes. are getting killed. Yes, Excellent. nobody right. knows. I'm right, just then, speaking gibberish. Right. Reaction, just drop it. <laughs> make make your turn. All right, uh, and she uh, being right next to this Forfoma now uh, is going to. Can I pull out my baton to hit it? Um, not as part of a trick. Um, but you've already got your pistol out. Yeah, but if I shoot my pistol, it'll get an attack of opportunity, right? That is true. These guys aren't really the melee type, but it's up to you. It oh, hit that's you. true. Did Maybe hit you last turn. So. Threatening. Um, oh no, it okay. is definitely threatening you, and you it'll get an attack of opportunity. It's just not the strongest. Not very <laughs> no. good at it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll just level my pistol at its face, whatever Zinnia knows its face to be, and take a shot. All right, it's gonna get an attack of opportunity first. Oh, three on the dice, it fails. Nice. <laughs> make your make your trick in your attack. So that's a CR eight or lower on the trick attack. It is tricked, and that is a hit. <laughs> How much awesome. damage? Awesome. So that does six damage. As the first damage is taken, but uh, that is a good amount. Um, we are back to Tyler and Devashito. And I'm going to set this attack up a little bit. So, you know, I think as Devashito takes that big, that heavy claw attack, mm -hmm. uh, you maybe you see him both frustrated, but he he feels that pain from that claw, and maybe you kind of see him smile a little bit, and his moat begins to warp. And kind of like it's going crazy, just like it's just, you know, normally it's in a nice defined shield shape, but now it just starts kind of vibrating and vibrating and shaking. dark energy just comes like, it's just like leaking out of it. And I'm going to double attack here, but mm. thanks to my embracing of this, of this damage, uh, I'm going to roll twice for... Mm -hmm. Uh, each attack. So I'm going to roll four attacks. Oh boy. Here we go. Attack number one is a 12 on the dice for a 17. Uh, that is a hit. All it's right. We probably, that's, that's max damage. So we're probably going to take that one, but we could get two 20s <laughs> in this. So let's attack the second time. That's a natural two. We're not taking that one. <laughs> right, how, much, how much damage? Oh, we, we get two more attacks to roll, man. Well, that one hit, so... I'm, well, I'm but I get to take the best of the results, right? Uh, So this is the first attack, and you've rolled twice for it, right? Oh, no, I did first and second attack. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Uh, that, that's fine. So uh, roll roll the, the first, second one. In, in the future, we're just going to do two right next to each other. Oh, okay, okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll the second one. Uh, and that... Ooh, five on the dice. We're not going to do that. All right. So 11 points of damage from the first. 
Yeah. So roll that second one again. Okay. Come on, big no. Oh, oh no. Well, I guess. Yeah. So we'll take it. I guess I have to take it, don't I? Uh, no, you get to choose the the better of the two. So you've rolled a <laughs> natural two and a natural one. <laughs> All uh. these. Uh, we're not going through that card because your ability says that you just mess up a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, 11 points of damage max on that first one. It's yeah. going to the Vorfoma's turn and it is going to it's going to try and uh, claw this time. Claw is in uh, Claw attack. A four on the dice is a miss. Boy, those four fomas. Stinky, stinky poopy bitches. And turn five back to the Corvox. I gotta make it happen. Two attacks versus Devacho. Oh, there we go. 17 and an 18 on the dice. Two hits. Yeah, those are great rolls. And 19 points of damage in total. Unconscious. It is ripping giant chitinous plates off of Devasho as it goes to the ground. This thing looks like it has a bloodlust. And the only people that can save his life is a Trest next with something happening. <laughs> Trest, what are you doing right now? I like I see like a little like thing on my wrist flash and I sort of smile to myself as I charge across the room oh uh, straight into this fool and uh as I'm coming through, the uh, the hole that these guys tore in the uh, in the wall uh, lights up with fire as a what looks sort of like a like a meteor streaks in and <laughs> uh, and uh, smacks this Koravox uh, right in the face. And it, what kind of summon have you brought upon this party? This is a fire elemental. Oh yeah! Oh, here we go. A tiny little one. A tiny little fire elemental. It has a better attack bonus than I do, though. So, <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. I, I need. I really do need to uh, to set up a to get a get these guys like set up so I can couple character sheets for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going but, back to uh, season two. <laughs> but I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and. Uh, uh, you want to do tress attack first? Sure. We we decided that tiny creatures can't. Can't contribute to flanking, right? They, yeah, they don't prove. Uh, um, okay, from, right. From, they yeah. cannot flank because they are in the same space as the creature. So, right. like, so they can't so be tiny, on the other side of them. Yeah. 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 You can summon it, like, in this Corvox's square, though, this turn. Okay. And then uh, charging is a minus two on the attack. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think. Trying to think of non-Pathfinder rules. Right. <laughs> uh, right. No, so. you, you get to do do that double movement, which is the main thing in Starfinder. Right. All right. So here we go. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, I whiff. I oh. whiff with a natural two. Uh, but I'm, I get to make a couple of these old uh, fiery so, attacks. A couple of these old fiery attacks. So these are just going to be plus one because I'm going to do two of them. Oh, well, almost a 20. Uh, oh, only no. a nine on that one. And then a 13 on that one. 13 against EAC is a miss. Oh, oh no. 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 Oh, it's a against miss. KAC. It's, it's KAC, actually. 
Oh, that's even more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, Jabert is moving in there with Trest and a new friend, TBD, on their name. Yeah. Miles, <laughs> Miles were onto Sprouts, and now, fortunately, have a blocked shooting resolution atop Echo 7. A little bit even on top of Echo 2nd, I have uh, it's blocked. Yep, Trest is uh, providing a, uh, a minor cover, plus two cover for for this uh, core what if I hop down to like maybe like right near Trest here uh, yeah if you if you move and, and get on a diagonal you'll be able to, to hit okay. this guy and I'm gonna call him as my target mm. and take my trick attack shot uh, CR 13 or lower <laughs> that is a trick and 21 to hit that is a hit <laughs> for a total of 2 points of damage <laughs> minimum damage though. yeah oh god uh, that it, it feels it, but it is more distracted by the melee combatants on this thing right now, which means Echo 7, we're on to you, Drew. All right, so Echo 7 is going to move to a better shot solution. Mm-hmm. Same same as uh, Sprouts. Yeah, we're going to move just diagonally to the northwest right here. Uh, do I have any, am I clear for any of the boxes here? Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you'll be able to get a, a shot on him. You, you can't really tell, but he's not behind cover. Okay. And while that's happening, he is going to stow his uh, artillery laser and whip out his hail cannon. Well, you can drop the 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 weapon. Uh, stowing is a, a move action in itself. Uh, you can drop it as a free action if you want, but um, uh, you can pull out the other weapon a- as you move. Yeah, we'll do that then. So, yep, so we've, we've got a pistol on the ground over here. We've got a, an artillery laser as well. It's, at, it's out of ammo and also going to damage me. So I feel, <laughs> I feel like this is probably the best option right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to take a shot with that hail cannon. All right, go right ahead. Nine to hit. Don't think that's going to do it. Will not buy a long shot. Zinnia, we're on to you. All right. I'm going to continue to shoot this thing point blank as much as I can. All right. Trick shot against it. Yep. Make my melee attack. I cannot roll a three five times in a row. Oh, nope. It's a it's a three. I've rolled a three to attack. Oh, that's yours. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was I'm like, you made me bad. roll a three. No, that's you. Okay. Um, all right. So CR seven or lower. Oh, that is a trick and a hit. And you've doubled the damage you've done on it so far. Yeah, six Another damage. Six. Uh, it is bloodied now and looking very hurt. Oh, boy. Tyler, Devasho, we're on to you. Unconscious. How many? Stabilize. Woo. One RP to stabilize. Yeah. Okay. This thing uh, would have just ended your life right now, but it. I've got a couple other people on board. It's going to make one attack against this flame elemental and one attack against Trest. First one against the flame elemental. What is its KAC? Uh, 12. Uh, so this nine on the dice is a hit. And I'm just going to try and snuff this thing out of existence. Ten points of damage. Poof. Yeah, get that out of here. Now, what is your KAC? Uh, my KAC is 15. Because I've rolled it. Well, a- minus, wait, you t- do oh. you take a minus two to AC after you charge? Yes. Yeah. So 13. Oh, I've rolled an 11, and that is also a hit. So one hit going into you. Minimum damage, six points. All right. It's like it was it was busy killing your, your little <laughs> meteor summons. <laughs> Oh, and oh, with that, I should say at the end of the last round, beginning of this one, the uh, fuel pump 
detaches itself from the ship and uh, you hear like a 100% complete from the, the computer readout Zinnia. You guys are free now to get back to the vessel besides the uh, the aliens that are in your way, I should say. <laughs> um, Trust, we're back to you. What would you like to do? Hmm. Okay. So, huh. Pat- we just need to hold these guys at bay for five rounds. Patrick, I, I hate to interrupt here, but mm-hmm. did you not take the Vorformus turn? Uh, oh, you know what? I did an attack of opportunity, opportunity. but you I forgot about it. Don't embarrass me here. I'm gonna. If I roll another three, I'm just gonna make this Vorfoma leave. Discuss. <laughs> <sighs> oh my yes! Yes! My God, he rolled a three. Uh, this Vorfoma is just gonna move away and be like, "What do I do, Corvus? I can't hit it." <laughs> Disgusting. I've rolled so many threes tonight. Um, and we appreciate it. I, I appreciate you being a team player, Patrick. <laughs> Thanks for embarrassing me, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> Robert, Trest, we're on to you. All right. I'm going to, um, I'm just going to give it a swing with my sword. Give it a chop with my sword. Does the, out, of, out of curiosity, this thing does not look bloodied, does it? Oh, no. It's, it's pretty hurt at this point. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's looking like you and some of the other people here. It's looking like it has taken multiple laser blasts and one solid hit from from Devasha before going down. All right. A very solid hit. All right. I'm just going to make one attack. Okay. A three. Oh, goodness gracious. Miss. Uh, Miles Sprouts. All right. So we are going to... Do a trick attack, firing away at this this boss guy who just won't go down. Uh, you know what? I am gonna use my reroll. Okay, you've rolled a failure on the trick attack and a two on the attack. You reroll on the attack. Yeah, I haven't used my book reroll yet, so this will be the last one of Fate of the Fifth. Last reroll. Go ahead and reroll that attack. All right, CR five or lower. A, a hit at the very least with that pistol. Oh and no no! So you don't reroll both. This is just one d twenty. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, a fifteen. Yeah. For two points of damage. I think Sprouts has done the most damage to this core fox so far. Um, That's that, sad. <laughs> that is that is going to do it. Uh, Echo seven onto you. Oh, I thought you meant that that killed him. <laughs> no, that's going to do it for your turn. <laughs> Uh, Echo 7 is going to train his hail cannon at this fool and shoot it. 21 to hit. Hit! Three points of damage! Oh, yeah. We remember levels 1 and 2. Doesn't it have cold resistance, though? And this is a cold-piercing weapon, so... Um, no. That was the Cerebric Fungus, I believe, you're thinking of. Rebecca steered me wrong. No, no cold resistance here. I um, could have sworn it was this one. Okay, I'm great. It's a long episode, folks. This is our <laughs> second fight this episode. Remember how easy the fungus was to kill when you just crit it to death? <laughs> this guy's taking a little longer. Um, that is a hit. Three points of damage. All that going through. Xenia, we're on to you. You no longer have this Vorfoma on top of you as it as it moved away in disgust. Uh, what would you like to do? pretty nice uh she is going to fly up a bit like 10 wait am i under the ship right now you're under the ship so you can't really fly up much further oh okay well i'll just uh i'll just move out a bit Mm -hmm. um and where can i get that i will have line of sight 
without giving it a little bit of cover of the core box, there's not really. If I stood there. next to Echo, would that be I'll a straight shot? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to stand next to Echo, take a, uh, a shot with my laser pistol. So that's CR 10 or lower. Trick Six goes eight. off, but the attack is only a nine. Oh, no. It's so many low rolls tonight. Twos, threes, and fours across the floor. Uh, we are back with Devasho, Tyler. No, we're not. It's the performance turn. I'm unconscious. Uh, you have no more RP. I have no more RP. Oh no! Vorfoma is going to uh, let's attack Echo Seven for 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 once with an arm barb. Pa, pia, pia. Eleven on the dice. What is your KAC, Drew? Echo Seven ain't done nothing to this Vorfoma. Uh, my KAC is eighteen. All right. Well, it misses, so it's not done anything to you either. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just agree to disagree, Vorfoma. Uh, we are back onto this one here. I think it's gonna go go down swinging and definitely attack Zinnia. Uh, Zinnia, make me a will save. All right. As you are getting the the brunt of its psychic oh. assault. Oh, that's not good. That's a five. Uh, that is a fail. And it is, it's not a crazy amount of damage, but it, it, I guess it could be. It is 3d4 points of psychic damage coming at you. Ooh, Ooh it is a good deal. It is almost max <gasps> 11 oh, no. points of psychic damage and we're back to you trust you see this thing reaching out and trying to uh psychically assault your friend all right i'm going to draw on the remainder of my magic reserves and um uh and i'm going to uh sort of t uh, tighten my grip on my sword and channel all of my power into my sword mm. i'm gonna slash down through this thing Just uh attack uh one attack uh, and I'm empowering it with a spell. Ooh. This is my weapon of war. Oh, we have so many of these cool abilities from Dressed. Oh man, I don't have enough spells to empower them usually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16 to KAC. A 16, oh, against its KAC is just a hit. Yes! Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, seven points of damage. Seven, you say? Seven. It is still up. Oh, oh my no, goodness. No. It's so hurt. But oh. it, oh, is it going to get another chance at it? Let's see. Get uh, another bite of the apple. Sprouts. <laughs> All Sprouts right, so Marlowe. Oh, Sprouts yeah. is calling upon every every drop of whiskey and cigarette <laughs> smoke he's ever had. <laughs> you got a cool, if you do kill this thing, do you have a cool last line? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Let, let's see what the dice say. Okay. No! No! Hey. Oh, no! <laughs> that, that cool last line's gonna have to wait, folks. It's a natural one! Thank you, Miles! Oh, no. Uh, did you use the... Yeah, you used the I, website last, right? No, yes, yes. Uh, I'll use a, yeah, I'll use a card this time. Quick card draw for critical fumble. Uh, energy, is it? Yeah, just energy. Energy, yeah. Um... Caustic Leak, uh, you gain the Bleeding Condition 1d4, which worsens by an additional 1d4 damage per round until stopped. What? <laughs> How have we not seen some of these terrible cards before? What? <sighs> 1d4 Bleed, which worsens by 1d4 per turn until stopped. Boy, oh boy, you don't like to see that. Two points of bleed damage this turn. Do I even bleed? 
Uh, oh yeah, you've got chloroform just spilling out <laughs> of your side right now. As uh, chloroform, not chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. I'm not. I'm not drug people. <laughs> no, you heard me. I'm GM here, Tyler. Oh well, this is gonna make these battles much everybody's easier. Everybody's getting rules, a little sleepy. Nobody, nobody breathe in near Sprouts. <laughs> right. I just have to stand near the boss and he'll just fall asleep. Echo sevens turn and if you mention anything about chlorophyll this turn uh i'm going to move on to the next person more like borophyll i might make drew laugh uh so uh hiker seven for his move action is going to pull out a battery oh no and then he is going to take a shot with the hill cannon one more time okay getting ready to replace is that what's happening yeah Already go ahead and make an attack. 16 to hit. That's a hit. One damage. Hey, it's still up. Don't you worry. I'm getting right back around to you, Jabert. We're going to take you out next. Uh, Zinium, we're on to you. <laughs> this team cannot uh, put together uh, a couple points of damage here. What do you got? All right, Zinnia is going to level her pistol at this thing and take a shot. Attack. A CR1 or lower. I don't think that's going to work on the trick, but the attack is a 19. It's a hit for one point of damage. For one point of damage. Oh, here we go, Jabert. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Your chance. Single attack against Trest by this thing. Oh, boy. Oh, it wanted to be a three so bad. 17 on the dice for uh, eight points of damage. And uh, at this point, you do see Dredgers just like filling up this command room behind you. Just a ton more getting ready to flood into the hangar bay. Uh, your turn. No no pressure, uh, Jabert, but we're back to you. All right. Uh, let's see here. Can I did we just for- close the doors? I forget. I am- to- to, to uh, attack with a Vorfoma again, but it's just going to kind of fly away in this direction. Okay. okay. I'm going to... I don't think I've used communalism today. Hmm. I don't think so either. So I'm going to try it. So I'm going to attack twice and take the be- and it'll be the better d20 roll. Oh, but uh, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the first damage. Okay? Uh, sure. Sure. Or, or do you want to just, just roll two attacks and take the better one? Whatever. Uh, if you want to do it that way, that's fine. First damage. Okay. okay, first damage. Yeah, make a couple of attack rolls. All right, there's that one. That is a hit, so let's see if this other one's better. It's a super hit. It's um, a super hit, 19 on the dice. Uh, first damage is an eight. Yeah, with that, you can feel just magical energy reverberating through your sword as you cleanly slice off this thing's barbed uh, acid cannon arm, and it goes down in a heap of acidic sludge. Yes! Oh, man. Uh, And I'm going to step over to uh, Devasho and just start dragging. (laughs) You cannot drag me. (laughs) That's that's not physically possible. I weigh like a ton, dude. Do you have Uh, a... A serum or... All right, well, bye. <laughs> I leave when I get on the ship I mean, and I, I fly away. I, 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 no one I can move here. Be, Let's go get the cargo realistic. lifter, I guess, you goober. Jeez, I don't know what to tell you. I weighs over a thousand pounds. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're, you get to make this stuff up, you know. No, it doesn't. The rules say that they weigh between 1,700 and 2,000 pounds. 
Oh, that's it? Well, then Sprouse is going to carry him by himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to there say, if you do want to have a couple of you... Yeah, I'll, I mean, no, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just hit him with a, I'll just hit him with a serum. Oh, uh, that's also fine. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you can do a little drag and stab, you know, like a, a little Saving Private Ryan as you're retreating yeah. back <laughs> to the, the Terminus Wild as about 50 or 60 dredgers immediately start flooding into uh, the hangar behind you. Do we have uh, Do we have the opportunity to race over and grab our guns, <laughs> we guns. before we uh, <coughs> run, up, run up the uh, ramp? Uh, yeah, both Echo 7 and Sprouts will have uh, O-Round in order to do that. Um, as, yeah, you see, uh, as you go up the, the exit ramp, just dozens of dredgers jumping into the, the hangar bay behind you and kind of dragging off their, their dead uh, from from the, the room here. Um, and as you do, you guys can move yourself towards the, the bridge of the ship where where Xanto is there saying, uh, you know, I got the liftoff sequence started. I've warmed the engines uh, as soon as the fuel's finished. Um, I'm, I'm happy to take over the science officer position as these computers are indeed like child's play to me. Uh, you guys can take your positions as you can see external cameras. Uh, dozens of dredgers attacking the ship. Xantos kind of steadies you all and says, none of them can make it through the ship's exterior. It would take them about 10 hours to just scratch the paint on the outer hull. Uh, it is a few minutes later. You can open up the hangar bay doors remotely, get ready for takeoff. A couple hundred pounds of snow tumbles down the inverted 45 degree angle. The takeoff ramp along with a few unlucky dredgers. And as the Terminus Wild blasts off, you're all thrown back into your seats as it takes a moment for the artificial gravity to overcome the power of the thrusters and the ship lurches forward. And you hear cheering from the evacuees strapped into the, the deck below. All of your joys though, your success at getting out of there alive is very short-lived as there is a colossal psychic scream that shatters your mind. What? Just for fun, everyone give me a will save. Okay. We really needed a natural 20 here for some of these, but you all are, your minds pierced. It feels like they're being completely rewritten from the ground down. You cannot see anything. You cannot move your arms. Your bodies are indeed frozen in place for um, maybe like 10, 20 seconds as the screaming overtakes you, an animalistic fear locking up your limbs. You all see just the briefest glimpse through the, the camera on the rear of the starship as it focuses in on a towering creature rampaging through a two-story building in the burning spaceport below like it was made of tissue paper. It has five heads. It stands nearly 80 feet tall and its clawed insect legs stamping out starships beneath its advance. It senses you all and you can feel its presence in your minds at the same time knowing that this thing is what you saw glimpses of destroying Brunoa earlier in the week. And this thing is what is leading the swarm here as you blast off out of its reach, out of its mental range, as it's still screaming out after you, breaking into your minds, saying, to be continued. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, boy. What was the DC for that check, Patrick? Uh, honestly, I think 27. Oh, jeez, <laughs> So I think, uh, I think we all needed a... I mean, Natural. Blue. It's this. It's right. It's this. What's this? 
Oh yeah, it might be uh, what is on the cover of the sixth book of the AP. No spoilers. It is a giant <laughs> five-headed bug, which is not what you want to see. Oh. Uh, guys, congratulations on the boss fight of the Fate of the Fifth. Whoa! Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> Once you uh, used the B word at one point, I was like, oh, I better use my reroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuff's happening. Uh, we're going to continue the adventure next week. Find out what what lies in store of the Terminus Wild when we get there. But uh, this has been a double long episode. A little thank you to our fans. Guys, thank you for playing with me. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. Good night. Have Cheers. a great night. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20, and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.